Hi, folks. It's Rabbi Sharon Brous here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. Hello, everyone. Hello and Shabbat Shalom. I'm so glad to be with all of you in this incredibly auspicious and weighty moment um, and to find our way to song together and to lift our voices together in prayer tonight. Welcome, welcome to all of you and Shabbat Shalom. I read last night that we were living through a moment in which the whole country was essentially awaiting biopsy results that our anxiety as a nation is just through the roof right now. And I know that one of the hardest things in the world is to hold uncertainty. And I know that we have now spent weeks mapping out scenarios, not only playing with interactive electoral college maps, but also following with very close detail voting numbers in Clark County and Harris County and lots of other counties that we might not have ever known existed before, but now we know very well. And also holding the uncertainty of not knowing what's going to happen the morning after on November 4th, when projections turn into actual numbers, we are reading war room scenarios right now about what might unfold that range from the unsettling to the utterly terrifying. And I know that it's really, really hard to hold all of this uncertainty. So the first thing I wanna ask that we do is just take a breath for a moment. Shabbat is coming in and we're here and our job is to ground ourselves and get present in whatever way we can. So let's take a deep breath in A deep breath out. We read this week Parshat Lech Lecha, where God commands Avram and Sarai to get up and to leave everything they know in the world and to go to an unknown place, a place not yet determined, El Eretz Asher Nireka, to some place that I'll show you when you get there. We know that Avram faced many tests throughout his life, but that this was one of the one of the most rigorous and in fact, the first. And really what the question that God was trying to suss out was, can you survive in the unknown? Can you hold uncertainty? And an incredible teacher of Torah for many of us, Aviva Zornberg says that this test was such a powerful test because displacement, the experience of displacement for human beings is such a crucial experience. The experience of uprootedness of discomfort, of being moved by a force beyond yourself. And the test is what will you do when you face such a circumstance? So Aviva Zornberg says that the imperative of transformation is the driving force of Lech Lecha, to leave your place and ultimately seek to become something other. This is the demand that was placed on Avram and Sarai, our ancestors, to leave in her language one existential environment, one set of paradigms, and to emerge into a new condition in which fertile self-realization becomes possible. I love, I love the way she describes this. In other words, under stable conditions, Avram and Sarai, our ancestors, could not have become themselves, and neither could we. 
but in the upended place, in the place of unknown outcomes, in the place of, of unknown destinations, we find there the promise of self-realization. And as I was studying this Parsha in preparation for this Shabbat, I've been thinking that this was a powerful message for us in this final week at the end of election season, a week of great pressing unknowns. But then I realized that it's not just this week that situated us in the unknown. It's actually the last many years that have placed us squarely in the unknown. What we're experiencing right now is a kind of cumulative anxiety. It's been four years of whiplash from one shattered norm to another, from one body blow to another. It's been years of uncertainty. It's been years of heartache. And even in the midst of all of that, we found that the exhaustion and the bewilderment and the pain and the shock, the surprise has been fertile ground for self-realization for us. America is becoming through these years of turmoil and confusion itself, we are becoming ourselves right now. And you can see it now on the streets with lines and lines of people who are begging to vote and praying that their vote will count. You can see it with unprecedented numbers. Young people, this is what the Parkland survivors promised us would happen. And it's happening in this moment. You can see that we're learning right now through all this struggle and through all of this uncertainty who we are. And, and none of us, not one of us knows how this will end. We do not know where we're gonna be next Shabbat when the, when the sun begins to set and we come together again for Kabbalat Shabbat. But here is one thing that we know. That four years ago, on Parshat Lech Lecha 5777, after an election that knocked many of us off our feet, and it left so many people in this country feeling disenfranchised, maybe for the first time in their lives, because it also disenfranchised people who've been historically given power and given the right to vote and given the ability to have their voices heard. On that Shabbat, we recognized that we were entering into a dark, dark chapter. And we made a promise to each other that we were gonna look at this moment as a setback, not as a defeat that we were going to remember that the journey was long, but the trajectory of history is progress, not regress, that we were gonna to fight to move the arc of history toward greater human dignity, greater care for the earth, greater care for one another, not less, and that ultimately our vision of a world redeemed would prevail, if not in the immediate, then somewhere in the long-term. We promised we promised each other and ourselves that we would not normalize cruelty, that we would not normalize lies or indecency, that we would not make accommodations to white supremacy and to toxic masculinity, no matter what was happening on the main stage, and that we would stay vigilant, even through our exhaustion, that we would stand up with and for our allies and our friends and our neighbors and ourselves and that we would remember that love and justice will prevail and that everything, everything, everything matters. And, and look what we've done in four years. We took to the streets, we shouted, we protested, we wrote op-eds, we organized, we read books, we learned, we had hard conversations and we changed our ideas, we grew. We prayed and we sang and we held each other with grace and with tenderness and we wept 
and we articulated our dreams for a better future. We countered the lie that we were powerless by finding our power and our voice again and again and again. None of us knows what the next step on this journey into the unknown will hold. But I know that we've walked for these past several years with dignity and with power when the conditions were hardest. And I know that we've made mistakes and that we've learned and that we've reconfigured and that we've grown a lot in heart and in spirit. God called to Avram and said, come with me into the unknown, into the gray, because God understood that uncertainty and displacement awaken us to the pain and to the beauty, and even to ourselves, even to what we are capable of. And I know that so many of you right now know more of your own power today than you did four years ago. When everything else is stripped away, when we're laid bare, what is left? Who are we? What matters most? What is worth fighting for? With all of my heart, I pray that next time we meet next week, we will be able to celebrate the beginning of a new chapter, a chapter of healing and possibility for us and for this country. I know that we, every single one of us, still has several days to do every single thing we can in order to make it so. And I know that the strength of our spirit is really strong and that whatever the destination that we find ourselves at next week, wherever we land, we, like all of those who came before us, we will find a way to live into that moment with grace, with love, with power, and with faith in a better future for each of us and for all of us. I wish you Shabbat Shalom. Hey everybody, Randy Sklar here. I'm an eCar member. And Jason Sklar here. I'm an eCar fan. Yeah, and we uh, love eCar so much. We love the message that eCar uh, delivers in their many podcasts. And we feel like most people feel there aren't a lot of podcasts in this world. I think there are only two or three. There's only a couple. So what we'd like you to do is donate to eCar. Get eCar-LA.org uh, so that they can do more podcasts and more cool things. Because Lord knows the world needs more podcasts. Yep.